1: And welcome back to Vancouver Consumer this beautiful Saturday afternoon. I'm Sterling Fox. In just a few minutes, Angela Calla, host of CKNW's The Mortgage Show, will join us to talk about her new book, The Mortgage Code, and how you can avoid costly mistakes when buying a home. But first, here are some more of the top consumer stories we're following this week. And with another interest rate increase likely next Wednesday, the people at Canada's largest credit reporting firm, Equifax, say the combination of rising interest rates and a slowing economy are likely to push delinquency rates up a notch next year. In fact, they say they're expecting late payments to increase on all non-mortgage debt, like car loans and credit cards, as early as January. This is a real reversal too, as delinquency rates have actually been dropping across Canada since 2010. But Equifax points to rising interest rates as the source of the problem. They use the number of people who fully pay off their credit cards each month as a benchmark and they say that number has been steadily declining since august of last year the point at which the bank of canada coincidentally started to raise interest rates as to those rising delinquency rates equifax says nothing dramatic no sharp spikes but they also warn this trend isn't likely to stop anytime soon either Several state officials who manage public funds with holdings in Facebook want to see CEO Mark Zuckerberg out as chairman of the Social Networks board. On Wednesday, the state treasurers of Rhode Island, Illinois, and Pennsylvania, as well from people from New York City, signed on as co-filers of a shareholder proposal that asks Facebook's board of directors to make the role of board chair an independent position. Facebook declined to comment. Zuckerberg, of course, owns 60% of the company and is in the driver's seat when it comes to voting. However, after last month's hack of the information of, oh, 29 million people, combined with allegations of Russian intrusion, plus the Cambridge Analytica scandal, those public officials and many others decided enough is enough and they want Mark Zuckerberg to be much more accountable to the board of directors and to shareholders. They say Facebook's governance structure continues to put investors at risk and they speak for taxpayer investors in the funds they manage. Now, the vote won't come up until next May and a similar proposal for an independent chair failed last year. And as long as we're talking about public in funds and invested for taxpayers, our Canada Pension Plan Investment Board says there is no interest yet in making direct investments in Canada's newly legalized recreational cannabis industry. Now, this fund invests on behalf of 20 million of us and they say there's no interest in expanding their holdings, which they describe right now as being, well, tiny. And here's something I'll bet you didn't know about our investments. The board's mandate is to be geographically diversified. So only about 15% of the $367 billion in assets we own are here in Canada. As to backing the cannabis biz, the Pension Plan Investment Board says it isn't ruling anything out and one day could invest in cannabis, but they also say they're a prudent organization with a full plate right now, so don't hold your breath. Hard to believe, maybe, but again last night, no one won the $60 million top prize in Lotto Max. This is multiple weeks now. There were, however, 53 Max Million prizes of a million bucks each, and 23 of those were won last night. So, again, next Friday, the Lotto Max jackpot will be at least 60 million bucks. But there will be even more Max Million prizes offered next Friday, 55 of them. But if you think... That's a big lottery prize? You're right, it is. But it's nothing compared to the Mega Millions jackpot that also wasn't won on last night's draw down in the States. So the next Mega Millions draw is coming up next Tuesday, and the prize, this is true, you can't make this stuff up, the prize will be $1.6 billion U.S. dollars, which will be the largest prize ever offered in the USA. Tickets? Two bucks each, and they're available right across the line in Washington State. Remember, the big difference between American and Canadian lotteries is taxation. In the States, Uncle Sam takes an automatic 33% off the top of the prize. In Canada... There are no taxes on lotteries. So even if you have to fork over half a billion to the feds down in the states, you're still going to end up with, well, a billion Yankee dollars. And there's a bonus for Canadians, too. We can recover most, not all, but most of those taxes, well, because we're foreigners. You have until next Tuesday to scoot down, drop two bucks and take a run at $1.6 billion. Next week is Variety Week here in Vancouver as CKNW, along with Global TV and our radio station partners AM730, Rock101, and the world-famous Fox, will be really hard to miss next Friday when Variety, the children's charity, installs a 60-foot Ferris wheel at Robson Square for a one-day fundraiser. You and your family and friends are invited to come on down to Robson Square and go for a ferris wheel ride it's technically a free event but since it really is all about raising money for variety the suggested uh, donation is 10 bucks There hasn't been this level of activity at Robson Square since that zip line at the Olympics. Food and entertainment will also be available. That's next Friday, the 26th, noon to 7 at Robson Square. The Ferris wheel will indeed be hard to miss. Those are some more of the week's top consumer stories. We'll have a few more later, but coming right up is Angela Calla and her new book, The Mortgage Code, with lots of useful information on how to avoid costly mistakes when buying your home. And with yet another interest rate increase likely oh next wednesday angela will take a long look at when to lock in a fixed from a variable and she'll take your calls too that's all coming right up here on vancouver consumer on cknw Welcome back to the Vancouver Consumer Saturday Show, and it's a beautiful Saturday on this October 20th. It's election day around Metro Vancouver. Hopefully, you'll find time in your schedule to take a few moments off and vote in the area in which you live. A pleasure to welcome back to the program a guest we always enjoy having with us. Angela Calla is with us. Angela is, of course, the host of CKNW's The Mortgage Show and is the author of a brand new book called The Mortgage Code, helping you move up the property ladder, get the best mortgage, avoid costly mistakes and save money. Angela Callow, welcome back to Vancouver Consumer.
0: Oh, good afternoon. Thanks for having me.
1: It's good to have you back with us. Congratulations on the new book.
0: Thank you. We're very honored to be a bestseller both in Canada and the U.S. in three categories. It has been an incredible past week.
1: And it's not going to make you rich. Hopefully, you're going to you're going to sell a lot of copies. But every penny you make from this book is going to charity. Tell us about that, Angela, please.
0: Yes, um, people who know me know that I look for every opportunity to demonstrate my core values, and giving to me is a very important part of life. And I wanted to really thank everybody who has supported me along this journey, and really encourage people to take their financial literacy seriously and understand that when they do so, they're not only helping themselves, but they're helping their community. And with everything I do, I look to help the people around me and enhance community. And the book allowed me that opportunity. Okay. So I'm very excited. I have very big goals. And uh, right now, Eagle Ridge Hospital is really pushing to do a emergency room renovation to be about three times the size it presently is, as the Tri-Cities has grown so rapidly over the last few years so I look forward to being a significant contributor to that.
1: So the new ER facility at Eagle Ridge Hospital is where the proceeds of the mortgage code are destined to go.
0: Correct and the best way to uh, to get there I believe is if there are any employers out there that are looking to make group purchases to their employees their teams and show that they care about helping their financial literacy and help elevate their mortgage intelligence. This is a great thing for employers to make a group purchase for with the holidays coming up, Mm -hmm, or also if you're an association... Um, that is having a conference coming up, this is a great gift for registration. And so if you'd like to do a large group purchase, please contact me directly and we'd be happy to make that happen. And I could also make arrangements to come and sign that and speak at your event if you'd like as well.
1: Good for you. Now, how long has this been in the works and what motivated you to do it in the first place?
0: Well, this has been in the works from... July 2017, and being one of the top 1% mortgage professionals in the country for the last 14 years, I've always wanted to have new and innovative, exciting ways to deliver mortgage content. And I've been very fortunate to help as many people as I have. I've seen lots of changes in the market, and being as passionate as I am, I thought that now was the perfect time to put this all of this information into a book and have a real Easy resource and really easy reading for people to have that can kind of guide them through the high-level strategy of why we are your constant in change and how the market's always going to be changing, but all the different ways we're looking at ways to help you save money and make sure that you're looking at things holistically with all your
1: finances yeah angela you talked about financial literacy a few moments ago and we're all kind of lacking in that department Uh, some of that uh, credit or lack of it goes to the education system so anything we can do and consumers these days are pretty pretty informed people mostly self-informed so uh, anything you can provide to help us inform ourselves and avoid those costly mistakes is is greatly appreciated now i want to get to some of the things that you talk about specifically in the book but i did mention uh, uh at the end of the last hour that i was going to hit you with the because we've got another bank of canada interest rate likely a quarter Mm -hmm. point bump coming next wednesday there uh, there are a lot of people in canada i believe the number is over 50 percent of all mortgage holders across canada are going to renew their mortgage this year to say nothing of people getting one for the first time so at what point i'm watching this interest rates click 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 up, Angela, do we go, okay, it's time to get off that variable and lock in a fixed?
0: That's actually a very simple strategy. And the reason why I believe I've been so fortunate to have so much success over my career is our proactive mortgage management. So if you're a client of the Angela Keller mortgage team, last week you received an email outlining exactly what to do for your specific mortgage. And so we knew um, right now we have a collision of circumstances where as a result of the LNG deal being finalized and the trade agreement being finalized, we saw this give confidence to the bond market. Mm-hmm. Whenever we see confidence and security in the economy, that's an instant to understand that that means interest rates are going up. And so that meant that the bond rates moved significantly, which impacts fixed rates. And that also means that the variable rate goes up. So it's not only variable rate mortgage consumers that need to be alarmed here. Fixed interest rate mortgage holders need to be proactive as well. Um, So the people that have mortgages with us, we're already every year telling them how much they have to increase their mortgage payment in order to avoid future payment shock and protect their equity. Because we're also in a collision of circumstances where we're seeing property values go down. Yes. And so, the only way that you can protect your equity and protect yourself from these outside circumstances is to increase your payment to where the fixed rates are today. So, in the email that we sent out, we actually do have, for our clients, we have a specific amount per year, but we we'll give you an example in that email that's on my blog for if you got a fixed interest rate as an example of. a few years ago. Right now, interest rates are at least a percent higher than that. So we recommend increasing your payment by $200 a month if you're at a $350,000 mortgage, which is the average Canadian mortgage today. Now, also, the timing of this is really important. And this is why we contacted all of our variable rate mortgage clients and said, you have to lock in... This last week, not next week. Next week is too late because next week you're going to see fixed interest rates over four percent. We were locking in our clients who are in variable rate mortgages if the discount was not greater than prime minus point six. And if you have a mortgage over two hundred and fifty to three hundred thousand dollars, now's the magic time. Um, it Monday is probably already too late, to be honest. Really? Um, Because, you know, just this last week, we were locking people in at 3.79, and I just got noticed today that the major bank is going to 4.14 on Monday. So that's why being proactive is so important. And I write about it in the book, but lenders are reactive. There's no lenders that are proactively calling their clients right now and saying, hey, it's time to lock in. This is what we're seeing in the marketplace. Right, that's true. They're not doing that because they'd rather wait until their rates are 4.14 and then you lock in there. It's just common sense things that borrowers don't think about because a lot of us are focused on the wrong thing we're only focused on when rates go up because that's what we hear in the media but a lot of people unless you're frontline in the industry like we are We're looking at all the data and we can see things before they happen. In some cases, I mean, of course, there's going to be circumstances that nobody can foresee. But for me, it's very clear to see, hey, we had two large economic factors play a big role in what's happening with the bond market. We know that they held off in September, but we knew that was only a delayed response because there hadn't been anything secured with the trade deal yet. So knowing these things, being frontline in the industry, having 14 years of experience, For us, we let people know in advance that have a mortgage, this is what's happening, this is what to expect, and at what trigger point you should. And that's how proactive mortgage management helps save you money throughout the term. So if you're not getting that kind of proactive mortgage management, then you're putting yourself in a position that isn't financially comfortable in most
1: cases. Well, It's interesting that you would would point to the fact that a Monday uh, is probably too late to get anything locked in at under 4%.
0: Most likely, I mean, we saw this, this happening and that's why we did it before the rate increase because mm. we all know the increase is happening. But what are you locking into? You're locking into a fixed rate. What are fixed rates based on? The bond market. So as soon as those deals got announced, That's when I published it on my website. That's when we sent it out to our clients because we knew that that meant that there was going to be security in the bond market. That means the fixed rates are going to go up, and that's what you're locking into. So by the time the variable goes up, if the fixed rates have already gone up, it doesn't matter. You're too late. Sure.
1: yeah. Reassure us of one thing here, Angela. Uh, Regardless of the rate itself, once you lock in a fixed five-year mortgage, that's not going to change for the next five years, is it? Or can. That's not
0: going to change, but you cannot. Just take that for granted because take two years ago when you were getting 2.49 is a five-year fixed rate yeah. when you're renewing you're going to be renewing it over four percent yep. if you haven't made incremental increases to your mortgage then you're not going to be necessarily protected against future payment shock the only reason that we would recommend not increasing those payments is if you were saving money aside for a purchase or if you had outside debt like you were talking about when you were coming into the hour sure, yeah. Um, if you have high interest debt and actually with all the changes in the market, that's one of the things that you really need to take a look at. We just I'm, a, I'm an active member of the Tri-City Moms group out here in the Tri-Cities. And someone just posted on here before we did the show live, has anybody consolidated their debt and have any advice? And I really have to caution people that we write about that in the mortgage code as well. With all the marketing that you hear, you hear all the advertising, cut your debt in half, get rid of your debt yes. by 80%. But what they're not telling you is what's going to hurt you. And what they're not telling you is when you look at those circumstances, those circumstances certainly have their place in the market. But what they don't advertise is that that impacts your credit for a minimum of five to seven years, which means that when your mortgage is up for renewal, you could be charged a significantly higher rate that could ultimately push you into foreclosure if you cannot afford that. how, how,
1: How could that be seen as something to be punished for, to consolidate your debts to to restructure yourself so that you're able to at least handle stuff on a daily basis.
0: Well, if you do it in a mortgage, and that's where I was going with the sterling, is that it, it actually improves your credit score, and gives you all the best options moving forward. If you're consulting a credit counselor or uh, getting a consumer proposal, that impacts your credit negatively right. for the next five to seven years. Gotcha. And that's not something that they talk about when they're advertising. They make it sound so easy. Oh, it's so easy. Yeah, it's not really. To do this with your debt, and it's, so it's what they're not telling you, and so. It's important to get unbiased, transparent advice. And sometimes that's absolutely the best and only option for you. But it's important that you first look to see if you can refinance your debt because that is going to improve your credit score and improve your cash flow and put you in the power seat to make your decisions down the road that are not going to be impacted by one decision that you may not have known was a better one out there for you.
1: All right, let's leave it for the, there for the moment. We'll open up the phone line 604-280-9898. Angela Calla is back with us. It's going to get busy after the news. And welcome back to Vancouver Consumer on this beautiful Saturday afternoon. I'm Sterling Fox, joined on the line by Angela Kalla, And we're talking about Angela's new book, The Mortgage Code, helping you move up the property ladder, get the best mortgage, avoid costly mistakes and save money. And lots more information, too, available at Angela's website. Angela has one L, Kala has two. AngelaKala.ca. Angela, let's talk a little bit about those costly mistakes that the mortgage code is designed to help people avoid. What are the most common costly mistakes that we really should know about?
0: One of the ones is that understanding that all debt is debt, and there's a way to get your life working for you and your mortgage optimized if you are you know an average family and you have a car loan a couple lines of credit maybe some credit cards you could have up to $100,000 in outside debt that could be costing you $3,000 a month Mm -hmm. outside of your living expenses. You can consolidate all of that into a new mortgage and you could be saving $2,500 a month on average with that because if you consolidate that into a new mortgage that $100,000 costs you about $500 a month. And you improve your credit score because as you are below the balances on all the outside debts and work to pay that off. Many people realize that improving their cash flow and saving that money helps them deploy that cash flow into more wealth building tools and having a safety net in place in the event that something comes up that's unexpected.
1: Interesting stuff. Angela, a quick question on this point that I made earlier about uh, roughly half of all mortgage holders in Canada coming up for renewal in 2018. Has it happened? Have you experienced this? Have people come up for renewal with this stress test now being in place, and you got to take the stress test, even if you're renewing and have been a great customer for 20 years, you still got to take the stress test. Are you finding that in some cases people are stress test out of qualifying for the mortgage they fully expected to be able to assume?
0: Uh, what we're finding is that some people realize that they now, due to the stress test, they realize that they in today's market wouldn't have qualified for the mortgage that they have. Okay. And so they are stuck with their existing lender. Now, this is why in the mortgage code, we talk so passionately about understanding your lender's history. And at in the mortgage code, we talk about how, why monoline lenders are our preferred lenders, if that's the best option for you and you qualify for that option at that time and the reason is very simple because all monoline lenders do are mortgages oftentimes they treat their existing customers far better than they would treat a new customer coming in the door and they have the lowest exit fees on their mortgage so you're not handcuffed to a particular mortgage if your lifestyle or the market should change and you want to optimize a new opportunity So when we talk about costly mistakes. That's another one that we highlight in the mortgage code on why we believe it's so important to understand your lender's history and how it compares to other lenders in the marketplace. Because if you as a consumer go to any lender directly, their only job is to sell you whatever the best is that they have within their products. But they can't tell you how it compares to others simply because it's not the position they're in.
1: Well, of course, and and it's, it's important to understand that the lender is in the business of making money for themselves and their shareholders, and they'll take as much of your money as they possibly can and smile while doing it, but that's really their function. That's why they're there.
0: And they're also there to be reactive, not proactive. Earlier when we talked on the program about how we were proactively reaching out to our clients prior to these increases, we did that strategically and methodically because we understand there's changes in the market that could cost customers money if they're not prepared for them. And if you work directly with a lender, there's a reason why they don't call you in advance and tell you of those things, and it's to optimize their profits for the shareholders. That's not of any fault of the banks. We have great Canadian institutions institutions and they all contribute to all the resources that are out there to get mortgages today but as a consumer it's important to understand what your role is in it and how you can align yourself with people who can be independent and help you help you get the best out of the system to optimize it accordingly
1: and there's one other point that in terms of using the services of a licensed mortgage professional like yourself and you've been in the top 1% of mortgage brokers in Canada for a long time and and that's the fact that if an individual or a couple decides to do a little mortgage shopping, well, let's try a few banks and see where we can get our our best deal. Every application or every attempt, every trial is, is a mark, is a check on your credit account, and you get penalized for being curious. Whereas if you go to a mortgage professional, they'll do all of that checking for you with no penalties attached.
0: That's one of the biggest mistakes consumers can make, so it's really important, and it's, that's why I believe it's such a privilege to be able to help educate consumers with this because we can really help protect their credit score in more than one way, not only by helping them optimize their mortgage with their outside debts, but also when we're actually shopping their application, they could be doing harm if you're doing it on your own.
1: So, again, uh, uh, the services of a licensed mortgage professional clearly preferred, especially just in, in plain terms of preserving. Uh, you work, we work hard, some of us, to get a decent credit rating. And, you know, a little mm-hmm. slip like that. And all you're doing is trying to be proactive and get yourself a, a decent deal for the next move you're going to make. It's not, it's not a harmful process unless you realize what's happening behind the scenes.
0: You can't do better until you know better. And that's why I was so positive passionate to find that new and innovative way by writing the mortgage code in helping people understand what's happening behind the scenes and how they're being viewed by lenders. And if you are mortgage shopping on your own, you're viewed by lenders to be more of an expense. So yeah. they have the ability to charge you a higher rate. Also, most lenders treat new clients better than existing clients. And so it's a matter of helping you understand at what point they calculate that to make up for whatever they may have given you to get you in the door. So we shed light on all of those dark areas of the industry to make sure that you have clarity to empower you, educate you, and help elevate your abilities moving forward.
1: Interesting stuff. The phone lines are open 604-280-9898 to Angela Kalla and mortgage questions 604 280 Ninety-eight, ninety-eight. Now we just had a call from one of our listeners, Angela, who didn't want to go on the radio. Who just asked Ben and Andrew, uh, "Where do I get uh, Angela's book?" And uh, and you talked about your website. Uh, 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 Is the book available at bookstores?
0: It's available on Amazon. Okay, Amazon.ca and Amazon.com. I have. If you go to Amazon and and type in Angela Calla or the mortgage code, it's available on there. Or if you go to my website, I also do have the Amazon link on there where you could go through if you were looking for some more information about some of the blog posts that we were talking about mm-hmm. as well in respect to uh, mortgage data yeah, yeah.
1: I've, i'm on AngelaCala.ca and it's right here purchase my book the mortgage code available now and if i just click on that bar i'm off to i'm off to the races and that's where you go friends if you'd like to get a copy of angela's book the mortgage code go to angela's website angelacala.ca or go to amazon.ca or com as well right
0: Mm -hmm. That's right. And if you are looking for a group purchase, if you're an employer, who's looking to not only contribute to Eagle Ridge Hospital, but also enhance the financial literacy of your team or your associates to express your care, or you're booking a conference. If you're looking to purchase over 100 books, you can contact me directly, and and we can make those arrangements for you at a discounted rate.
1: That's great stuff. Now, Angela, you talked very briefly in the last segment about property prices or uh, costs going down a little bit. We've Mm -hmm. seen a bit of a correction in Metro Vancouver, which is not a bad thing given the fact that we've lived in the stratosphere in terms of real estate prices for the last what four or five years or longer you can't mm-hmm. sustain stratospheric living indefinitely so now we're starting to see a correction for a lot of reasons uh in terms of uh, as we go forward uh, with another interest rate likely next week and the the uh, the fed in the states talking about three or four already in 2019 how do you see things shaping up as we look around the corner uh going into next year
0: I believe we're going to see things just rebalancing out. I believe it provides opportunity on on both sides of the market. It just really is important to be informed, educated, and aligned with the professionals that are going to help you make the best decisions for you and your family moving forward.
1: Right, okay. And uh, there's nothing wrong with a pro in your
2: corner. Uh, The
1: phone lines are open. Jesse in Vancouver is joining us. Hello, Jesse.
2: I have a question for Angela. Are you selling your book in, in the States also?
0: Hi, Jesse. Thanks for calling in. It's available on Amazon. No,
2: uh, is it meant for the American, the uh, American market also, as far as mortgages are concerned?
0: Uh, the publishing company that published my book was an American company and one of the reviews on Amazon, Jeanette, who was involved with my book, it empowered her and elevated her and she asked me to make some modifications so my book didn't have borders. Um, I'm a Canadian resident, Canadian real estate investor and Canadian mortgage broker, but a lot of the high-level concepts are still the same and in the book we did make some Uh, stars to talk about the differences in respect to the documents and the process. So people uh, residents in the United States can be confident buying that book and elevating their mortgage intelligence as well.
2: Sure, there's one major difference. My son lives in California. Uh, he has been investing in stock market, so he hasn't bought his uh, 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 first home yet. And my mm-hmm. advice to him was, for a reason I'll explain in a moment, that even if it costs him more money, he better go for a thirty-year uh, mortgage, which is available there. And there were twenty-five-year mortgages available at least for a short period, even in Canada. The The reason was during the 2008-2009 meltdown, there were people in New York making $100,000 a year. They had never defaulted on any mortgage payment, and they could not get their terms renewed with the same bank because of the credit crunch, because the banks stopped trusting each other. In Canada, there was no uh, cash crunch as far as the banks are concerned because uh, there is a different system here. But if your book is applicable to Canada, that's a factor which I wonder if you have taken into account where... You lose the flex, uh, the uh, option of being able to renew a term when it comes becomes due for renewal in five years or so. All right. Well, Jesse, the-
1: Angela has already said that uh, she's a Canadian uh, investor and a mortgage professional and so on. But uh, the the in the general principles apply in, in terms of the way things, the way business gets done. The specifics differ from country to country, Angela, but the principles are the same. Correct.
0: Correct. Yeah, they can check out the book on Amazon and go from
1: there. All right. Let's talk a little bit about first time home buyers. We've been referring to and referencing all those, all those Canadians, millions of us this year having to renew. There are a lot of people still getting into the game. Not as many here in Vancouver, perhaps, as it would like to be because it's still dodgy on the affordability side. But what's the, what's the word for first time buyers in, these, in this climate of rising interest rates? Any advice there, Angela?
0: It's the same advice as it will be decade after decade after decade. Start early and start small. Start where you can and be very smart about it. For people who are living in a home, you know, there's tax benefits that come along with it. It's the only investment that you can own that if it's your principal residence, you won't have to pay taxes on it. And the sooner that you get in and the sooner that you follow the basic principles of what your needs are, Uh, the more opportunity you have to build your wealth on top of that. So... I've always found that to be the most beneficial advice that has been timeless regarding, regardless of what's happening in the market. And
1: the fact that we're seeing some correction, some reduction in some prices uh, in the real estate sector uh, would be, I would think, it was some, somewhat encouraging, particularly for first-time buyers, as they see they're not going to buy a $3.5 million house on the west side in the first place, Angela. They're going to buy a condo exactly. in, in the Tri-Cities and, and start from there, right?
0: Exactly, and it's all supply and demand, Sterling. So right now what we have is in certain markets, um, I'm going to be very general here, but we have oversupply for the demand. So what we're going to see is listings coming off the market that didn't need to sell or they make other arrangements or they wait, and then it's just going to be a matter of time until the people go and buy that up. Sure. So I believe that if if I'm looking at what the information in front of me, from what I can see, I believe that we're going to have an opportunity for buyers here over the next few months. But I would anticipate in the spring things will heat right back up again. So I think we have a window of opportunity right now. So I believe if, you, if you're if you smart and strategic and methodical about it, if you are looking at getting in the market, this this is a good time. But I believe that if you wait and wait and wait and wait, I think the spring might be too late because that's when that's when the market will heat up again. Because once people recognize the opportunity, it's already kind of too late. Yeah, gotcha. because they're looking in their rearview mirror and not in front of them.
1: Yeah, right. Interesting stuff. For the book, friends, is called The Mortgage Code, helping you move up the property ladder, get the best mortgage, avoid costly mistakes, and save money with Angela Kalla. It's available on Amazon and lots more de- details and information about mortgages to say nothing of the book at angelacala.ca Angela with one L, Calla with two. Angela, always a treat to have you on Vancouver Consumer. Thanks for making time for us this weekend.
0: Such a pleasure. Enjoy the rest of your weekend.
1: Likewise. We're back after this. And once again, our thanks to Angela Calla, host of CKNW's The Mortgage Show, for another very helpful visit. Thanks for your calls, too. Next week, Sherry McMillan returns with lots more information on estate planning and another seminar coming up here in Vancouver. John Carlson will join us with a fresh Vancouver market real estate update next week and lots more on the 1% Realty story. Time now for Duly Noted. And this time around, our producer Ben Dooley has a look at electric
3: vehicles in B.C. Thanks, Sterling. A new study by Clean Energy Canada has found the majority of the 322 B.C. car dealerships that qualify for the electric vehicle rebate program don't have any electric vehicles on the lot. Here's Clean Energy Canada policy director Dan Wornilowitz. Only 40% of dealerships had even a single electric car on the lot. And a lot of them were citing wait times as much as 18 months before somebody would be able to get an electric car without even having a chance to test drive it. According to Fleet Karma, Canadian electric vehicle sales in the first half of 2018 were already triple the entire number of electric vehicles purchased in the the country in 2017. Record high gas prices are driving the demand, leading to frustration for those on the wait list. Morgan Merrick with the Vancouver Electric Vehicle Association said this could potentially stall the growth trend. When people can't access something at the time that they want it, they'll likely move on to another option. The provincial government will release its plan to fight climate change later this fall, which is expected to include a number of incentives and initiatives that will boost electrification in B.C., including some that will encourage more people to switch to electric vehicles over the next decade. I'm Ben Dooley, and that's Dooley Noted. Thanks, Ben. Time for a couple more consumer quickies before we have to go. The
1: Canada Mortgage and Housing Corporation has just released its annual mortgage consumer study. And to absolutely no one's surprise, they found that 85% of first-time buyers have spent the maximum amount they could possibly afford to buy their property. Interestingly, of that group, 76% said they were confident they could still make their mortgage payments every month. This is the 20th such annual survey from CM. And this year, again, housing affordability tops the list of concerns for buyers who also expressed worries about having paid too much for their properties, along with unforeseen costs and, of course, rising interest rates. Despite some price corrections or decreases in some markets, the online survey also shows 80% of homeowners still believe that buying a home is a good long-term investment. 66% of them believe their properties will increase in value over the next 12 months. Oh, say, you picked out your Halloween costume yet? How about your pet's costume. Now in case that second question sounds downright silly, you should know the new numbers are out from the National Retailer Federation Survey in the States and the findings this year are Americans will spend $9 billion on Halloween this year on costumes, cards and decorations, down a touch from $9.1 billion last year. Digging even deeper into the numbers, we discover that over 31 million Americans are expected to spend $480 million on pet costumes this year. 15% of the total costume amount. And that's $3 billion. Millennials age 25 to 34, the most likely to dress up the pooch or the kitty and put its picture on social media. The most popular get-ups for pets, the pumpkin, followed by the hot dog and the bumblebee. Oh, and the top costume for humans... The seasonal staple, the witch. And that is this weekend's edition of Vancouver Consumer, produced by Ben Dooley with Andrew Ferreira at the controls. We appreciate your feedback, and if you have any, send them along to sterling at cknw.com or tweet us at Van Consumer. I'm Sterling Fox. Join us again next Saturday at 2 for another edition of Vancouver Consumer, right here on CKNW.